Chapter 8 of Innocencia, the story of the prairie regions of Brazil. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by Piotr Nater. Innocencia, a story of the prairie regions of Brazil, by the Viscount of Taunay. Translated by James William Wells. The Midnight Guests. It was not very long before the two nocturnal travellers heard the furious barking of the dogs on the premises of Pereira, announcing the approach of someone to the house under their care. "'Some ranch is close by, Mochu,' observed the attendant. "'At last we shall rest today. But what a noise the dogs make! They are capable of swallowing us alive, while someone comes to see who we are. Safa! What a row!' Oh, I say, Mochu, you ought to go on in front and lead the way. You, responded the German, go and beat them with your staff. Not if I know it, retorted José with energy. That is not in the agreement. Who is mounted should go in front, now above all. Well, well, what next, I wonder? After muttering to himself for a moment, he suddenly exclaimed, Ah, wait, I have just thought of something. The son of the Olden is useful after all and saying these words he at once sprang on to the back of the mule which on feeling that unexpected addition to its load halted for some seconds and with a dull neigh endeavoured to enter a protest Juki, observed the german and without the slightest alteration in his voice like that the mule break him back then he die and you have to carry the cargo on your shoulders the men intended to open a discussion on the subject but by this time they had arrived in front of the house where the furious onslaught of the dogs justified the precautionary measures of jos who safely curled up behind the baggage commenced to cry out like one possessed oh how's there hey hello there somebody hello friends this caused the dogs to bark and yelp even more furiously so much so that serino's men in the ranch close by awakened and drew together saying what the diable is this have we a visit of lobishomens mythical wolfman at this moment the door of the house opened and serino appeared followed by pereira who with his right hand sheltered a candle from the night breeze who comes here clamoured both at the same time a friend and traveller responded the german in a strong and sympathetic voice as he approached the light and prepared to dismount is the senor the master of this house he inquired he himself is here responded pereira raising the candle above his head in order to throw a better light about him very well replied the new arrival i wish for a lodging for myself and my servant but i must ask pardon for arriving so late jose approached also and at once prepared to unload the mule but observed serino what is the senor doing travelling at this hour of the night let the man enter interrupted pereira he will explain as he finds convenient anyhow meu senor dismount welcome whoever comes under the roof that is mine thank you thank you exclaimed the stranger effusively and tendering a huge hand he grasped those of serino and pereira so vigorously that the bones of their fingers audibly cracked on entering the room he amidst the looks of surprise of those about him at once proceeded to remove from his breast the belt and its appendages and to methodically arrange them on the table and truly that queer figure with the goggle eyes as seen by the flickering light of the candle 
was well worthy of observation his legs and arms were very long his body as correspondingly short and his hair was so fair that it was nearly white is it some wizard serena whispered to pereira nonsense promptly responded the latter a man so pretty so well dressed at this moment jose entered the room with a trunk on his shoulder and after depositing it in the least dark corner of the room he considered it his duty to define without further delay the quality and importance of the person whom he served as master this senor said he addressing sirino and pointing to the german is a doctor doctor exclaimed sirino contemptuously yes but not one to cure illnesses he is a german from foreign parts and he's come all the way from the city of san sebastian of rio de janeiro to hunt insects and spike butterflies butterflies interrupted pereira with surprise exactly so all the way he has been catching little bichos look you that sack there that we bring my attendant is a great talker the naturalist tranquilly and slowly observed senor pray have a little patience with him go away juki and cease thy chatter no protested pereira prompted by feelings of curiosity it is as well to know with whom we treat then the senor comes here to kill insects but whatever for virgem santissima what for retorted the attendant resting his hands in his waist-belt the patron and i have already sent to his country more than ten great boxes crammed full what is the senor called asked pereira addressing the german who meanwhile had faced the wall to contemplate a huge dark-coloured moth he held in his hand Juki, said he without attending to the interrogation give me a pin quickly one of the big ones with a glance of importance jose whispered to sirino ha ha we have some stories to tell you shall see soon the naturalist in possession of the pin drove it with a steady and practised hand through the body of the insect which thereupon commenced to convulsively flap its wings and spin round its pivot the cork the cork the patron clamoured quick juki jose satisfied the request after opening a small case where twenty or thirty beautiful insects were already pinned in a row it is a saturnia and not very common murmured the german as he pinned his specimen with the others and dropped on it a little chloroform with a small flask he carried in one of the many pockets of his jacket the senor is a travelling zoologist is he not inquired serino after watching the operation the german raised his hand with surprise at the question and responded with a pleased expression sim senor sim senor how is it that you knew travelling zoologist sim senor i see that you are a well-informed man very good very good ah he also is a doctor said pereira with a certain pride at having in his house a guest of such a scientific calibre oh indeed doctor doctor very good very good a doctor who cures no sim senor serena responded gravely ah ah very good pereira however returned to the charge but tell me senor how are you called mayor returned the german your servant maya inquired the mineiro no mayor i am from saxony in germany ah that is probably the same as maya in his country observed pereira lowering his voice the attendant jose 
without the least ceremony, now joined in the conversation. This mochu, said he, comes here from far away, in foreign parts, all for the sake of these butterflies, and he earns a lump of money in the business. I... Joki, interrupted his master, go and put the animals in the pasture. No, said Pereira, leave them loose in the yard until daybreak. There are enough heads of corn lying about there to keep them occupied for some time. Well, that is what I have done, replied the man. I am a carioca of Rio de Janeiro. My name is José Pino, and I accompany this German, who is a very good sort of man. Translator's note. Carioca is a term applied to a native of Rio de Janeiro. End of translator's note. Really, said Pereira, gazing with interest at Mayer, who, nodding his head and glaring with his protuberant eyes, confirmed the statement of his men by uttering a deep and guttural affirmative, which echoed throughout the room. There is one thing about him, however, continued José, and that is, he is obstinate as a mule. As I am always telling the mochu, this habit of his of travelling at night is a stupid and useless fatigue, and a poor beggar like me has to trot along in the dark like a ghost from the other world. But there, he only says, that is the best way to travel. Cruth. Now, Senor Maya, said Pereira, just make yourself at home in this room as if it were your own, if you want a hammock. Much obliged, much obliged, but my trunks serve me for a bed, so pray do not trouble yourself. Then tomorrow we will have a chat, concluded Pereira, contentedly rubbing his hands at the prospect of enjoying his chief diversion. And really, the company promised him some fine opportunities for his volubility, especially with José Pino, a son of the metropolis, Rio de Janeiro, and who appeared to be a talker of rare power. Well then, said Pereira, opening the door to retire, I hope you will all sleep well for the rest of the night. Wah! he exclaimed, on glancing at the sky. Doctor, it has already passed midnight. The Southern Cross is already on its side. Serino, who meanwhile had returned to his wooden couch, immediately sprang to his feet, and, hastily drawing on his boots, took from the table some small packets he had prepared beforehand. Never mind, said he, I have everything ready, and we will administer the remedy at once. Go and have some coffee ready in a cup, and awaken your daughter if she is asleep, as she probably is from the effects of the sudorific. Pereira, with the candle in his hand, went his way, accompanied by Serino, and, as before, they made the circuit of the house, in order to reach the door giving access to the quarters of the family. The German and his men were thus left in complete darkness, both, however, already reposing, one on his trunks with a small portmanteau for a pillow, the other on the mule's girths spread open on the floor. Oh, Mochu, inquired José with his mouth full of something, are you already shod? Shod, replied Mayer. Now, what do you mean? I asked if you have already nailed the sleep. Well, Joki, if I talk, how can I be asleep? I say, wouldn't you like to munch a bit? What? To eat? Of course. Ah, exactly what I was just thinking about. Well, I'm grinding away, you see. Would you like some? What can you give me? Rapadura and crushed maize. Note. Rapadura, a compressed block of coarse brown sugar. End of note. It is first rate, I can tell you. Then, Juki, pass me a mouthful. The man willingly arose, 
and groping in the dark for the figure of his master and after knocking against the table and tumbling over various objects with which the floor was strewed he finally succeeded in encountering one of the feet of his patron to whom he delivered a paper full of the crushed maize and a piece of the coarse sugar a light supper which was soon partaken of with satisfaction by the good man from saxony End of chapter 8